Hello and welcome to another edition of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about being focused and how not doing things can really help you win. But before I get into that, I just wanted to answer a couple of questions that I've received about the topics that I've covered in the last few episodes. So just as a reminder before we get started, if there's any questions that you guys have about anything I cover, just head on over to the Facebook page, the Property Entrepreneur Podcast on Facebook and uh, drop any questions you have on there and I'll try and answer them either directly on there or on the next episode of the podcast. So the first questions I've had in is how often do you measure yourself against your goals? So if you remember when we were talking about goals, we talked about uh, a pyramid with your overall goal and objective at the top of that pyramid, milestones in the middle of the pyramid, and tasks and actions at the bottom of the pyramid. So what I do is I review each of those layers at different times. I really don't want to be measuring my goal, my overall goal and objective at the top of the pyramid on a daily or weekly basis because I'm only going to get demotivated because I've not completed that goal and objective. So you really want to be measuring that top level at a less frequent basis than the others. So I now measure that on a quarterly basis and that seems to be working because that gives me good idea of the progress being made and I can still adjust the goals if it's not being met for whatever reason. The milestone level in the middle of the pyramid I measure on a monthly basis and the task action layer at the bottom of the pyramid on a weekly basis. Everything needs to build up to maintain the momentum. So like I say, the tasks and actions need to be measured on a more regular basis than the higher levels of that pyramid. So it's whatever works for you, um, but give that a try if you're stuck for anything else, weekly, monthly and quarterly. Adjust it as if it doesn't feel right uh, and provide me with a little bit of feedback as to what works for you so we can help everybody else through as well. The next question I received was, what should you do if you don't meet your targets? So I'm not sure which level um, the person who asked this question was talking about. So if you're, well, the first thing to do is check that you're actually doing the actions and tasks at the bottom of the pyramid. Are you actually doing those things? If not, do you need to schedule time in to do it? Do you need to schedule a place in to do it? Do you need to do a bit of planning around how you're going to do that stuff? If you're not still not doing it, is it because those tasks are too big and challenging, so you need to break them down even further into smaller tasks and, and actions? Um, just have a look at what that contains. If you are doing those actions and you're still not meeting your milestones when you expect to, um, just have a look. Is your is your timescale realistic? Have a look and see if other people are doing them in that time frame. Maybe you're just being a bit over optimistic. Just need to dial back the time frame slightly. If that's the case, then that's fine. We just adjust the time schedule and that's good. But maybe that actually the tasks and the actions you've chosen will never ever lead to the milestones that you've set for yourself. So you need to either tweak your actions in terms of just changing them uh, subtly or, or completely if, you, if necessary to meet those milestones. Or maybe you need to keep doing those tasks and actions and add on a couple of new ones to be able to give you give you what you need in terms of your milestones. 
Don't forget, everything needs to be working up towards your overall goals. So your actions need to meet your milestones and your milestones then build towards your goals and objectives. So like I said just now, review each of those at a different time frame. And each time you review it, review what you're doing as well to make sure you're making the most effective use of your time. So the thing to remember there is I've got another quote and it's from Eric Thomas. Um, He says, um, where your focus goes your energy flows. So make sure you're focusing on those tasks and actions on a daily basis to get them complete. And if you're doing that, your energy will flow through those tasks and those small wins will build up into bigger wins over time. So that leads us nicely on to today's topic of focus. So we've already spoken about how our goals need to be specific and focus and how everything you should do should be intentional and contributing to moving you towards your goals. But what I want to do is talk about the word focus, because beyond the usual meaning, it is also an acronym. It stands for follow one course until successful. So again, focus, F-O-C-U-S, stands for follow one course until successful. So one of the things that I notice when I start a new project, it doesn't matter whether that's kind of uh, in property or whether it's through um, fitness or any other element of my life, I tend to get distracted by the shiny things straight away. So I see something new and I like and I go and focus my attention on that. And then I see something else shiny and new. So I go and try and do a little bit of that as well. And then I do see another shiny thing. So I go and try and do a little bit of that. And I end up spreading myself too thin, trying to do a little bit of everything at once um, and not really being effective in anything that I do. So what I've tried to do now is follow my uh, the acronym, follow one course until successful, is narrowing it down, reviewing those shiny things and saying, right, actually, although those are all interesting and they all have their place, the ones I'm going to focus on now and put all my energy in are these ones and follow that until you've mastered it. And that's the important thing is once you've mastered that skill, whatever it is, whether it's running 5K or whether it's finding new tenants or whatever that is for you, you need to follow it through until you've become an expert at it. So that's focus. Um, So now what I wanted to just mention is a new competition that we've got again, which you can head over to our website, which is the propertyentrepreneurpodcast.com. Click on the subscribe top at the top of the page and fill in your details there. Um, like I said in previous episodes, if you've already done that, don't worry. You don't need to do it again. You're already entered. What we have today is two tickets to a no money down discovery day. So this is going to teach you about the no money down. It's going to give you an introduction into all the techniques on the no money down um, strategy. So this is raising, this will teach you how to raise finance. It'll teach you how to uh, build your property portfolio using none of your own money. It will just present to you a real wide range of options for doing that. And it's important for a couple of things, because even if you have money available for investing now, you will always run out of money in the future um, You once you've done several property details. So you might be able to do one property deal or you might be able to do 10 property deals with the money you have available to you at the moment 
But at some point, you will want to be able to borrow money from other people, whether that's from the bank or whether it's from investors within the community. Um, and that will allow you to keep going instead of re- waiting for the return on your investment, your existing investments. So this is a really interesting course, really good, um, good, good introduction to the strategies. Um, so get on over to the website and um, pop your details in and um, hopefully uh, we can be sending you on the no money down discovery days. So the next thing I wanted to talk about was something that's actually really boosted my productivity in the last few weeks. Now I've only come onto it in the last few weeks. Uh, I wish I wish I'd been doing this slightly long, well, a lot longer really, because um, it's really, like I say, it's really boosted my productivity. So the thing is, everybody uses to-do lists. Everybody has the tick lists on their desk or on their phone of things that they need to do. Now, I quite often get overwhelmed by these lists. So I have dozens of items on the list. I can never decide which items to do first. Um, so usually results in inaction for me. Um, I always usually do the few easiest things first and then kind of grind to a halt through lack of motivation for for they're too hard or I can't prioritize them. So what I do now is create a not to do list. So I list down everything that needs to be done, whether that's 10 things or a hundred things to get a project done. And then I look through those and say, right, what are the three things I absolutely must do next to drive this project forward? So I pick those three things and I take those off the list and put them onto a different list. So that becomes my to-do list with only ever three things on it. And everything else is a not-to-do list. So I can't be tempted to go and jump into any of those things and not do the important tasks. So this works for a number of reasons. So it really focuses my attention on the three most important things now. If I get stuck on one of those things, I can still, I've still got a little bit of leeway in terms of which order I can do them in and how, how I do that. So that gives me a little, like I say, a little bit of leeway there to decide decide which of those to do. So I don't have to do one if I'm getting stuck on that or getting challenged by it. I can have a little bit of a rest, focus on one of the other ones, do that, and then come back to the other one. But what it doesn't allow me to do is jump off and try and do five or six other things or a little bit of five or six other things and um, distract me from those main goals. So that works really nicely. The second thing that that allows me to do is still plan for what needs to be done. So I'm still capturing what needs to be done. So when I think, oh, that I must do that, I still put it down and I don't lose that information because that's really key. I don't I don't want to forget to do something or regret not doing something in the future because I've just not had chance to do it, but it still allows me to plan. And then once I've done one of those three things that I've got left on my to-do list, I then have another look through my not to do list and move one of those items over onto my to do list. And I keep them all, both of those lists prominently displayed so that I can add and take off them at any time. So if I achieve one of the objectives, I can cross that off nicely and then move one of the other ones over. Or if I think of something else, oh, I need to do that. Instead of jumping in and doing it straight away and losing focus on the task I'm performing now, I whack that on the not to do list. And then prioritize it one again once I've done the three the three highest priority items. So that again helps me keep my momentum going. And that's another thing that I was saying earlier in terms of those small wins really build momentum. And those small wins take care of themselves. And then eventually by getting those small wins, 
you'll achieve those overall goals and objectives. So let me know what you think about that. If you've had some success with a not-to-do list in the past, it's a different take on things. Like I say, I've only just started trying, but it's trying it, but it's really worked well for me. It's really boosted my productivity. It's probably increased it by over a hundred percent because I used to dilly dally around and not have that focus that I needed. So hopefully that'll really help you guys. So that's it for today. I know it's a nice little short episode, just a little bite size there. So hopefully you find that useful and helpful. It would be great if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a review so we know what you think and so we can keep doing this. If you've got any suggestions or things that you want covered in future podcast episodes, let us know. Drop us a message, uh, drop us an email or post on Facebook and we can see if we can get those covered off for you. Um, so don't forget to go and enter the competition on the website so stop stop listening to me and go and create those not to do lists <laughs>